Welcome back, humans. Yes. That is the sound of a tambourine. <laughs> Occasionally you're gonna hear a tambourine on this podcast. Should excite you. Okay. What I've decided to do for this episode is give a sort of formal introduction to the patron saint of this podcast. Drum roll, please. Who is that patron saint? Let us know. Yes, that patron saint is Catherine of Siena. You guessed it. If you've been paying any attention to my previous episodes, you'll see that I reference her quite a little bit. She is, in fact, one of my favorite saints. She is not my patron saint, not the saint that I chose for my confirmation. However, she is a saint that I discovered as an adult and found a similarity between her style, if you will, and my own. And I know that for most Catholics today, their cursory understanding of Catherine of Siena is that she was just very audacious and very bold. She's the one credited as convincing the Pope to come back to Rome from France where he was in hiding and, you know, the whole bit. And those are all very interesting things. They're very powerful things. Yeah, she was, she was very unusual for her time considering the time that she lived in the uh, 14th century it was not common for a woman to do the things she did but those are not my favorite things about her in fact my favorite things about her are her compassion for humanity the fact that she went out of her way to do what she knew was right for the individual in front of her. She saw that person as Jesus before her. This shouldn't be a new idea if you know anything about the saints. You'll find that many of them, Mother Teresa is another example, all said the same thing, that when they looked at an individual who needed their help, they saw Jesus. They did not think of it as, oh, I'm just doing a nice thing for this person. They saw it as, I'm doing this good work for Jesus. And I think sometimes we miss that when we look at Catherine's life. We just look at her as being this crazy, powerful woman who did things that no woman had ever done in that time period. (laughs) And I think if that's all we see, we kind of miss the point. Okay, she had a mother's suffering heart. She literally took these people into her heart and prayed for them, interceded for them, suffered for them, sacrificed for them. She became a spiritual mother to them. That is the thing that I find most inspiring and most endearing and at the same time challenging about her. One example, one main example, is a letter that I've already already read in a previous episode, was the letter about the execution of Niccolo di Toldo. Niccolo di Toldo, not always saying that right. When she received his head, his severed head, into her hands. It's it's bloody, it's gross, it's very intense, but I think it gets to the point of that suffering mother's heart. She went out of her way 
to make sure that he understood his goal and that he was loved and that God was reaching out to him. She is often quoted as saying that she saw herself as the mouthpiece of God. She spoke his words. She did his actions. She reached out to his people as a representative of him. Not as just a nice person doing nice things. Okay. So that is the most important thing to me is her compassion for her, for humanity, which images Christ. If there's anything he did, it was have compassion for humanity. I mean, he died for us. There's no greater way to have compassion for humanity, to suffer with. That's another definition of the word compassion. He suffered with and for us. So it's her imaging, her witness to Christ, her similarity to Christ that I find the most attractive, the most inspiring. And I've decided to give you that explanation instead of, you know, just some some random general facts. If you, w- if you would like those, you can go and look them up. Okay, I'm not going to spend time on that. Just go into Google, go into whatever search engine, type in St. Catherine of Siena, and you'll find all sorts of information. But this is you know, my podcast, giving you my perspective, so I wanted to tell you why exactly I have chosen her as the patron saint of this podcast. Her compassion for humanity, I repeat. Her compassion for humanity is why I have chosen her as the patron saint of this podcast. If you would like to know a little bit more, there is a trailer for this podcast of my simple, less than a minute long explanation of what I plan to do in this podcast. Basically just, I'll give you a little recap here. It's to not shy away from the struggle and the danger and the dirtiness of humans trying to practice religion, especially in a world that is hostile toward religion. And on that note, I would like to read a little bit from the introduction of the book edited by Mario Driscoll that's called Passion for Truth, Compassion for Humanity. It's a selected spiritual writings of Catherine of Siena. There's a short paragraph in the introduction that reads, It is frequently remarked that there are many similarities between our times and the times in which Catherine of Siena lived. Both periods are characterized by upheaval, change, insecurity, and fear concerning the future. The 14th century, which saw the beginnings of the Renaissance, was a time in which much of the security of the Middle Ages was coming to an end, both in state and church. It was also a time of many wars, of natural calamities, of famine, and of terrifying sickness, including the Black Death, a.k.a. bubonic plague, which hit Italy the year after Catherine was born, and spread rapidly through the rest of Europe, decimating the population. Part of its terror was the fact that nobody knew what its cause or remedy was. The church of the 14th century was one in which many had lost faith. There was much corruption, decadence, bribery, and infidelity, particularly 
among the clergy. Before Catherine died, the schism had broken out, leaving Christendom split in two. This book was published in 1993. This year, 27 years later, in the year 2020, not much is different. We're suffering from fear for the future because of a, of a sickness that we don't know how many people's lives it's going to claim. Which is even more fascinating because it's not the 14th century and we do have modern science and we do know how these things work, but without getting too political, I will say that the media has not helped. The media has been fear mongers. So, the time we live in is very similar to the time just described. People lived in fear. People had lost faith. And there was much infidelity and corruption, especially among the clergy. That's another thing we're seeing today. It's another thing that's inescapable today. And, therefore, is another reason why I have chosen Catherine of Siena as the patron saint of this podcast. She understands with much intimacy the struggles we are enduring in this year of 2020, in this 21st century. She is not far removed. The problems are still the same, no matter what century it is. Catherine of Siena, pray for us.